A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Today we've got a great story of malicious compliance, sticking it to a slacker that tried to get somebody else to do their job for them. We'll get to that in a bit, but first, malicious compliance to malicious compliance. I run a repair shop where I employ a bunch of local kids, ages 16 plus, to learn skills and make some money while we generally sit around and talk about the world while we fix things. We had a client come in with a busted electronic. We fixed it up for her and gave her a decent discount on the work. Her final bill for parts and four hours of labor was $100 even, discounted down from $220. She didn't like the bill, she didn't like the work. She claimed that we had broken something else. She claimed that the kid who didn't know what she was doing, she did and I had supervised her, and that the kid who helped her in the front room was rude to her. He wasn't, but she didn't like the little pride flag pin he was wearing. She demanded to see the manager, so I popped out, listened to her tear into my kids, validated how she was feeling, but pointed out that the work she had asked for was done, done correctly, and her bill was due on pickup of the piece. The last straw for her came when she pulled out a credit card, and I had to inform her that we don't accept that particular card. She literally asked me, do you know who I am? Which I didn't, still don't, don't care. And I told her we'd take a personal check. She wrote out a check, problem solved. I deposited the day's checks and got a note from my bank that one had bounced. Her check, of course. I called her the next day to inform her that the check had been returned for insufficient funds and that she'd need to come in and pay her bill, plus the extra fee for a return check. All of these fees, just to point out, were clearly outlined on the service agreement she had signed, and we had already discounted her $120 just to be nice. Anyway, she rolls up into the office carrying a bag, and I knew exactly what was going on. She drops, of course, a bag of pennies on the front desk. She's breathing heavily. We're on the second floor and she had taken the stairs. And she announces triumphantly that she's here to pay her bill. She just needs to get the rest of our hard-earned money, said with a sneer, of course. The kid at the front desk looks like he's about to cry. So I stop working on the thing I'm working on and take over. How many more bags do you have, I ask her. And she says that the nice people at the bank loaded them up in her car. She didn't count them. I told her that was fine. We'd wait for her to bring them all up and then settle her bill. She was expecting a bigger reaction, I think. Either that or she hadn't thought this through. 10,000 pennies plus the extra $25 weighs a lot. And she had just committed to carrying them through a parking lot and up a flight of stairs. One of my kids, bless his heart, offered to help her carry them. She refused. Finally, shaking and sweaty, she deposited the last of the bags on the countertop. The pennies were loose, not in coin rolls. She had done some work to prove her point. What she hadn't counted on was that we would need to count the pennies. While the other kids took care of other clients and fixed things in the back, the front desk and I counted up the pennies. She started to realize that this was going to take a while and tried to leave. I told her she couldn't leave until we'd signed off on her bill, since at this point she was in violation of her service agreement and had passed a bad check. We couldn't just take her word for it, and I would inform our local constabulary if she left without payment. 
I was kind of talking out of my butt, but she managed to tick me off a little. The other clients in the shop came and went, and we counted. Phone calls came in and were handled by my kids, and we counted. She sat down in a chair, folding steel, not super comfortable, stood up again, walked around the office, and we counted. After a while, she said, just forget it, and took out $125 in bills. We signed off on her agreement, and she started to leave. Another one of my kids, bless his heart, asked her if she wanted help carrying the pennies back to her car. She looked at all of us with a face of sheer panic, mumbled, no, thank you, just keep them, and bolted. The whole shop was silent for a moment. Then one of the kids started giggling, and nobody could stop. People coming in thought we had gone nuts, and I finally had to banish everybody to the back room till they could breathe again. We loaded the bags into my vehicle, we used the elevator she'd walked by a few times, took them to the bank, and used the coin machine to deposit them, then wrote out a donation to our local shelter for the amount she had dropped off. She posted something nasty on Facebook about it and got ratioed. She had of course posted earlier about what she was going to do, and she got called out with her own post. My favorite response was something like, You said you were going to pay your bill in pennies. You paid your bill in pennies. What went wrong? Please don't pay your bills in pennies, folks, especially if you're just doing it to be a jerk. Does anybody else feel unnecessarily selfish after reading the story and thinking to themselves, I would have kept the money. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you enjoy crazy stories of malicious compliance, why not hit that subscribe button down below. That said, our next story is, try to be lazy and get me to do your job? I'll let you fail. This happened two decades ago. Some background, my first job was at a fast food chain. I worked hard, impressed the store manager, and got myself promoted. At the time, I was still 17, so I was promoted to team leader with implication that I would get promoted further when I was older. I was still in high school, so I worked the evening shift, which started at 4 and ended at 12. The evening manager was a good guy, who also worked hard and, as a result, had gotten promoted to a store manager position at a different location. Since they needed a manager and I wasn't old enough, they hired a new manager who I'll call Karen. So Karen is hired and starts shadowing the current night manager learning the ropes. After two weeks, he departs and she's now set to take over. That's where the story really starts. I normally get in around 30 minutes early. One of my responsibilities is to make a position chart, which tells the workers where they're working that night. I need to hand it off to the manager for approval before posting it. As I arrive, I notice one of our night shift workers is already there. We'll call her Jen. She's sitting in the lobby crying and being consoled by other employees. I always found her to be a bit manic, but she was a nice girl. She had a rough home life, so I didn't hold it against her. Come to find out, she had just had a large fight with her mother, which ended with her getting kicked out. So she's effectively homeless. Good reason to be upset. I ask her if she needs the night off. She says no, she needs the money. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I can't disagree and head off to get started. For the night shift, the night manager typically runs the drive through register after day shift leaves. There's a few reasons for this. First, it means that the manager has control of the drawer and money for the entire night. This eliminates the possibility of employees having short drawers. Secondly, this also puts the manager as the person interacting with the customers. I lived in a college town, so drunken guys drive through all the time and just want to chat up the pretty face behind the register. Third, it gives the manager the least amount of responsibilities as far as cleanup. So given what I now know, I make a position chart and place Karen on the register and Jen on a fryer where she can get help if she can't focus. I walked to the office to hand off the chart to night manager and was surprised that he wasn't there. He's normally in at least an hour before shift to make sure everything's ready. That's when I remembered this will be Karen's first night alone. I groan inwardly. This is going to be a trial by fire kind of night. The day manager's there, but no sign of Karen. It's now 10 minutes to shift and even the day manager's wondering what's up. I feel the day manager in about Jen, show her the chart and ask if it looks good. She agrees and I said I'll post it for now and Karen can sign it when she gets in. I had just finished posting the position chart when Karen shows up looking frazzled. She heads for the office without a word to anyone. Meanwhile, people start getting into position and ready for the shift. A few minutes later, Karen walks up, pulls my position chart, and replaces it with a new one. Again, she walks off without a word. According to the new position chart, Jen is working the drive-thru and Karen is working… nothing. Her name isn't there. She has another employee working two positions and the whole shift is effectively one person short. What the freak? I head to the office where Karen and the day manager are talking and ask for some clarification. I explain there must be a mistake. She says no, that's right. I say but you're not in a position and worker is working two positions. She says well how am I supposed to be in charge if I'm in a position? Day shift and I just stare at her blankly. Day shift says you need to be in a position. You are accounted for in the labor calculations. Karen says well I have six years of management experience and I've never needed to fill a position to get the job done. Things are gonna change around here. We do things my way now. Now, she just spent the last two weeks shadowing a manager that walked her through every step of the job. She knows she should be in position and why. This shouldn't even be a question. She just wants to spend the shift sitting in the office and everyone knows it. At this point, day shift manager and I are sharing horrified glances at each other. I tell Karen that she'll need to go get people moved around if that's what she wants because it's her plan. She gives an exasperated sigh and heads that way. 
I turn to day shift and plead with her to call the store manager and let her know what's going on. She agrees. I head back to the line and start working. After a short time later, day shift pulls me aside and says that the store manager said it's Karen's shift. She's in charge. She makes the decisions. Then she leaves for the night. The shift proceeds to implode in a spectacular fashion. Less than an hour in, the employee working two positions is so far in the weeds that orders are taking three times as long to get out. The drive-thru is backed up and the guys stuck at the window waiting are trying to flirt with Jen, who is having none of it and getting more annoyed by the minute. As the wait gets longer and longer, the people are becoming more and more irritated as they get to the window, and they're taking it out on Jen. Things are starting to get out of hand, and Karen is nowhere to be seen. I go to the office to let her know we need help, and find her watching a portable TV. I start to tell her what's going on, and she cuts me off. She tells me, get back on the line, do my job, and stop bothering her. I was about to try and explain when I just thought, you know what? Screw that. Cue malicious compliance. I turned, walked back to the line, and watched the situation unfold. 30 minutes later, a car at the window is giving Jen an earful about how long she's been waiting. She calls her worthless and Jen goes off. She takes the large strawberry milkshake next to her, chucks it at the lady and calls her a fat ugly runt. The lady and the inside of her car are covered in pink goo. Everything went so silent you could hear a pin drop. Then the lady starts screaming. Jen closes the window on her and walks calmly to the back. The lady peels around the front and comes in the front door screaming for a manager. I go and knock on the office door. Karen appears looking pissed and annoyed. She tries to snap at me, but I tell her she has a customer at the front asking for the manager. Karen rolls her eyes and heads towards the front, oblivious to the crap storm that's waiting. I went and found Jen huddled in the back crying again. I tell her to get herself together and head back to the front when she's ready. I head to the line where the now purple-faced lady is screaming at Karen about dry cleaning and upholstery cleaning and I want that girl fired. At this point, I can see that Karen has finally realized that things have gotten way out of control. She's trying to calm the lady down but she is having none of it. Eventually, Jen comes back to the line and the lady starts in on her again, calling her all kinds of nasty things. Karen just stood there and let the woman berate her. Jen just kind of deflated in front of us. Watching her crumble like that just broke something in me. I walked over to Jen and said, Just quit. You're better than this job and you can do better. She looked up at me for a moment, then smiled. She lifted her chin, walked to Karen, said, I quit, handed her her name tag to her, and walked out. Karen started apologizing to the lady who now seemed slightly mollified. Then, Karen started bad-mouthing Jen to her, saying she was a terrible employee and how we're all happy she was gone. That's when I decided I was better than that job, too. I looked at Karen, said, The only terrible employee here is you. And I walked out. Two other employees walked out right behind me. We all met with Jen in the parking lot and went to an IHOP, where we sat and speculated on how Karen was getting along. Jen told me that was the first time in her life anyone had ever stood up for her. The next day I got a call from the store manager asking for an explanation. Apparently Karen had struggled the entire night with service. 
Afterwards, she had been there most of the night trying to clean and prep for day shift and had done a pretty poor job. The story she had given the store manager was that Jen and I had planned everything with the intent to set her up because we didn't like her and wanted to see her fail. Karen had basically blamed the whole incident on Jen and I. The store manager told me she was investigating to get all sides of the story, so I told her. A few hours later, she called again and informed me that Karen was no longer employed and asked if I would be coming in that night. I asked if Jen was getting her job back. She said no. The whole shake debacle wasn't something she could overlook. I said then my answer is no. She was surprised. She tried to negotiate with me. I told her my price was Jen getting her job back. She said she couldn't do that, and that was that. If you're wondering how Jen turned out, I married her. We're very happy and have four children. It was nice of OP to look out for somebody that got bullied, and judging from the results, you can't say it didn't work out for everybody. After all that stuff, you can almost say that you're thankful you had to deal with that Karen. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy malicious compliance story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.